You're listening to Love Starts Here, a podcast for smart, successful women who are ready to finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your relationship status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, certified love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Love Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snow. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that if you missed my free webinar, How Women Who Have Been on the Dating Scene for More Than Six Months Can Finally Find a Man Worth Marrying, I'm doing it again this Thursday. So if you missed it, you don't want to miss it again. Let me just share a testimonial with you from Jess. She said, I absolutely love Melissa. After attending her How to Find a Man Worth Marrying webinar, I was highly impressed with her relationship expertise and am wholeheartedly convinced that she can help me find the love I'm looking for. I look forward to working with her and I look forward to working with Jess too. And you also, if you are tired of scrolling on the dating apps, tired of dead-end dates, tired of men who only want one thing, starting to feel like there's no one good left out there, let me help you. (laughs) And it starts with attending this webinar. So I will drop the link for that in the show notes. And be sure to join me on Thursday. I'm going to teach you the three secrets that I have discovered for how women who have been dating for more than six months can finally find a man worth marrying. All right, on that note, let's dive into today's episode. Today, I have an interview for you with breakup coach Trina Leckie. We're talking about how going no contact helps you get over him 10 times quicker, why even smart women feel tempted to go back to their ex sometimes, and the number one thing to focus on if you want to heal your heart and find love again. Even if you're not fresh out of a breakup, there are so many nuggets of wisdom dropped by Trina in this episode that are going to help you stop wasting your time and get closer to finding love with the right man. So without further ado, here is my interview with breakup coach Trina Leckie. Welcome, Trina. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Yeah, me too. So let's get started by just telling everybody a little bit about you and what you do. Okay. Well, just to kind of go back a bit, my background is in marketing and communications, but I always felt that I had more to offer in terms of helping people in the world. And now the internet just totally opens that door, you know, to be able to reach people literally around the world. Mm -hmm. And I was always offering advice and coaching friends and random people, even through their heartbreak and dating episodes and being really good at it. So I thought, wouldn't it be awesome to extend my reach and start a podcast to support people going through breakups and struggling with relationship issues? Yeah. So that's how the Breakup Boost podcast came to life. And basically my approach is to be really straightforward because I find that sugarcoating things just keeps people stuck. You know, when you're just telling people what they want to hear, they're not going to actually move forward. Yep. So, and then the podcast also serves as my main marketing tool for my breakup coaching business, because people get to know me through the podcast, my personality, how I think, and then they reach out for personalized help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was one of the things that drew me to you was listening to your podcast and on your Instagram also, because I'm very no nonsense. (laughs) I don't, I I don't, I don't do much woo woo in my coaching either. (laughs) I'm like, 
all right, cut the bullshit. Let's figure this out. But I do it in a really loving way. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) That's the thing. That is what's going to help people. Well, that's actually why they say your true friend is going to tell you the truth. Like, yeah, you might, you might, you know, not want to hear exactly, but the people who are just, yes, people are telling you what you want to hear. Those aren't your true friends. And it's the same thing with the coach situation. You know, if the coach is telling you everything you want to hear, you're going to be in the same place in a month or two months than you you are right now. Right. So absolutely. Yep. And you could get that same thing from your friends for free. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk a little bit about breakups today. Um, especially in terms of, smart, successful, independent women, because I think sometimes breakups can be an even bigger struggle for kind of type a control freak. I'm really used to being good at everything kind of women, right? Because Mm -hmm. it feels sometimes like a failure. And a lot of times very high achieving women aren't used to failing. So why do you think that breakups are so hard for smart and successful and independent women? Well, I always say that heartbreak is just such a universal thing. So no matter what gender, age, or race you are, you're going to experience heartbreak in your life. There's Mm -hmm. really just no way of dodging it. And just because you may be smart, successful, and independent, you still have a heart. You still have feelings. It's still going to sting. And it's part of being human, right? So suddenly, this person you spent so much time with and had great times with you know, in addition to bad times is no longer in your life. So you're essentially grieving the loss of a person. And then it feels like a huge void. Yeah. I definitely do think though, that when you are confident and independent, which I think are two of the biggest gifts that you can give yourself, that you will absolutely bounce back at a quicker rate because the key is essentially to be able to stand on your own two feet not be needy for a relationship and never be dependent on a man for anything. Right. So when people are too dependent and lacking confidence, they often feel like their whole world has imploded with when a relationship ends and you never want to be in a situation where you feel as though you cannot live without someone. Right. So, and I think people should also like how you mentioned about failures leaving a bad relationship or something that's not good for you is a success. Like you should be actually congrats, right? You should be congratulated for that. So it hurts me when people are like, Oh, I failed at this again. It's like, no, you, you know, you took a chance on love and it didn't work out. So that's part of life, right? Because people are too hard on themselves. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is stay in something that's not working for you. Right. Absolutely. You uh, bring up a really good point about being able to meet your own needs and give yourself the things that you want. That's something that I really focus on in my coaching practice too. One of my favorite quotes is if you give the man the power to feed you, you also give him the power to starve you. So Mm. one of the places that we really work is like, what are you hoping that this relationship or this man will give to you? How are you wanting him to make you feel? How are you wanting him to you know, make your life different. And then how can we just do that right now without him? So then you're not dependent on him. So what is one thing that you think is a must for someone who wants to move on after a breakup? Um, Well, definitely. I always tell people, if you want to move on from a breakup, you absolutely have to go no contact. Oh, we knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Everybody listening was like, please don't say that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. People often contact me saying, I have no idea why I can't move on. 
And then dive a little deeper. I'll be like, okay, well, are you still talking to them? Are you, are they still on your social media? And they'll say, yeah, or those they're still hanging out with this person. You're never going to get over somebody if they're always top of mind. And a lot of people too, they think that um, no contact is just not calling or texting, but it's breaking all social media connections, not looking at photos, not asking people about them, nothing. So, you know, once you get this person away from you in terms of you're not in contact, you're not communicating, they're not popping up on your Instagram feed, you know, you're finally going to get your emotions in check, you know, and then you start to get more clarity. Yeah, it goes back to being too dependent, right? And a lot lot of women also think, well, I can't break these social media connections because then they're going to move on and they, you know, they're allowing that fear to control their decisions and their life and all that. And the bottom line is like, if someone wants to be with you, they're going to be with you, you know? And if someone's choosing not to be with you, you don't still allow those connections with them. They shouldn't have access to you anymore, period. Right. Yeah. Being a part of your life is a privilege. It's something that people should have to earn. And if that person's chosen not to be in a relationship with you, that's a privilege that they are giving up. A hundred percent. And I also want to say another crucial thing is you have to focus on why the breakup happened. You know, you don't want to focus on all of the fun and romantic times or those beginning stages. You need to focus on what was not working and why you're no longer together. You have to be a hundred percent honest with yourself because so many people, they're still telling themselves that the relationship was perfect or that everything was amazing or that they're the soulmate. It's like, no, if it came to a point of a breakup, that's just not true. Right. Yeah. I compare it to childbirth, although I've never given birth to a child, but (laughs) what I hear is it's not a pleasant experience. And then when it comes time for you to think about having another kid, you forget how horrible it was. And you're like, Oh, having a baby was the best thing ever. And I think, you know, for, for, uh, nature and procreation terms, maybe that's a good thing, but in terms of relationships, it's not the best idea to only recall the, uh, good times. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And that's definitely what keeps people really stuck. I mean, that's something I probably deal with every coaching client. You know, it's about those, those beginning times. Oh, well, he took me on a trip. Okay. But what about when he cheated on you five times? Right. So (laughs) (laughs) did we forget about that? Yeah. (laughs) So that's probably one of the reasons that women, smart women, even go back to exes that they know are bad for them, right? They forget about all the bad things and only remember the good times. What are some other reasons that women are tempted to, or do go back to their exes, even though they logically know that they maybe shouldn't? Well, I always say loneliness leads to bad decisions, Mm. you know, Letting go of that familiar feeling and comfort that you may find with an ex is hard. And so many people also tell themselves this story that they're never going to meet anyone else and they're going to be alone forever. And they just ter- like terrify themselves. So people need to stop letting fear control their lives. I actually have an episode on squashing fear-based beliefs, episode yeah. 169 that people might want to check out. And it's all about keeping people stuck in dead, like what keeps people stuck in dead end relationships. Mm -hmm. And a common thing with women is when they reach a certain age, there's just so much societal and family pressure to get married and have kids that they'll often say, well, I don't want to start over again now. 
Yeah. But it's not about starting over again. It's about leaving something that is unhealthy and making you unhappy or just not working for whatever reason. So it makes no logical sense to then stay in that. And I think that women also focus too much on thinking, oh, you know, if I just wait it out a while longer, it's going to get better. Or they keep believing their ex when their ex promises that they're going to change. Totally. But it's just more and more of the same, right? People will tell you whatever you want to hear to get you back in their life. And then it's just history repeats itself, right? And the cycle continues. So yeah, absolutely. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. <laughs> exactly. And also, I think too many people are also living their lives based on what other people think. Yeah. And wanting to keep up with friends and relatives, you really have to live for yourself because if you keep living for other people, you're going to look back on your life one day and regret some of those choices you made. And when you can get to a point where you're living your life for you and only allowing people in your life who positively add to it, you're going to reach a new level of freedom. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times what we end up doing is comparing our insides to other people's outsides, right? Like we scroll through Instagram and social media and see all of these happy couples and everything's so great and it's happening for everybody else, but we don't know the truth of what's happening inside those relationships. And so to compare what we know is actually happening in our relationship, which is terrible to how everybody else's relationships look on social media is not a fair comparison. No. And that's exactly why so many people, they're writing these long tributes one day and then the next day they're announcing a breakup. It's like, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not real. And that's why people end up getting more depressed because they literally are comparing their lives to all these highlight reels. So It's really unfortunate. So tell us a little bit about the process that you take someone through when you're coaching someone after a breakup. Well, my mission as a breakup coach is to help people heal from heartbreak in as short amount of time as possible, instead of having it drag on for way longer than it has to. Breakups can just feel so overwhelming, especially at the onset. And it can feel as though, you know, maybe you'll think I can't go on with life you know, your emotions are all over the place and this person is suddenly no longer in your life. We know it's not true, of course, that you can't live without this person, but when you're in the midst of it, it can be too difficult to believe that things are going to be okay and that you really can live without this person, which is why it's so important for people to have someone to reach out to who understands their situation because an unbiased perspective really helps. Mm-hmm. And it's really about giving them that fresh perspective because they're they're usually looking at the relationship from one angle with their rose-colored glasses on. Yep. And you know, so we dive into all of the details of their relationship from the beginning to whatever is going on in the current time. And then from that, you know, I give my analysis of the situation, which always involves telling people what they need to hear <laughs> versus what they want to hear, like I talked about earlier. Uh-huh. So yeah, basically getting you back on your feet sooner than later is key here because we, you know, heartbreak sucks and we don't want you still being brokenhearted over your ex in six months or a year or two years. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important because they have somebody that they can 
call and email when they're struggling. And it doesn't have to be the same friend that's like, oh my gosh, why are we still talking about this? And Mm -hmm. also you're going to act differently than that friend because you're the one who's wanting to help them move forward as opposed to just like friends are awesome for listening to the story and being like, yeah, you're right. He sucks. This is horrible. Right. But at some point you need somebody who's going to help you move forward from that as well. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, it's, it, it's interesting too, because a lot of times when family and friends chime in, people just get more defensive, but yeah. when they have someone on the outside telling them something, it's, I think they respect that opinion a lot more because they're like, well, you have nothing to gain from, you know, like totally. it's just easier hearing from a stranger than having your friend tell you just get over it. And they're a loser or whatever, you know, and eventually after a while, especially people that keep going back to something that's unhealthy, eventually your friends and family do get exhausted, you know, which is understandable. And it's frustrating for them too, because they don't want to, they don't want to see someone they care about go through this same thing over and over and over again. Right. So before we wrap up, do you have any last words of encouragement for anybody who's listening to the podcast, who feels like it's never going to happen for them in terms of finding quality love? Yeah, for sure. I always say that there's just so much to being optimistic and thinking positive. Yeah. And if you're the type of person who's always negative, saying all men suck and you're never going to find anyone, you're really just working against yourself. You know, I'm a really firm believer in law of attraction. You really do get more of what you expect in life, meaning totally. you'll always get more of what you don't want if you keep focusing on all of the things you don't want. And that's mm-hmm. exactly why the same people always seem to be saying, bad things always happen to me. I can never catch a break. Right. So again, you're always going to get more of what you focus on good or bad. So the key is to always focus on what you desire in life. What makes you happy? You know, you can make a vision board with all those things that you want to attract into your life. It just makes so much more sense to do that. And you're going to feel a lot better as well. And I mean, why wouldn't you find love, right? Unless you can predict the future, you have no idea what will happen from one day to the next. And I always find that the best love comes into your life unexpectedly, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're in a good headspace and not feeling desperate for a man, because what happens with desperation is it leads to ignoring red flags, Mm -hmm. settling for good enough and not upholding standards, right? So, and I think this is, why being independent is key as well. Like we talked about earlier, when you can feel good on your own, that's ironically when you'll have a better chance at attracting quality love into your life. And for sure, everyone's attracted to confidence, right? But men are attracted to confidence and independence as well. They don't want to feel like someone is into them just because they want a relationship so bad, right? Because some people they'll They'll go on one date and they're already talking to their friends about, oh my God, maybe we could get married and all that. It's like, you don't even know this person yet, you know? <laughs> right. And you have to be really choosy and make good choices and not be afraid to cut people off when they aren't a good match for you. You know, don't go on a second date, for example, if you felt no spark or excitement on the first date. For sure. And I always tell people, go with the flow of life and trust the process. Don't waste your precious time trying to force anything or don't be trying to fit square pegs and round holes. You know, the Mm -hmm. key is to be happy in life with or without a man, because just having a man around definitely does not mean automatic happiness. No, you need to be right. 
you need to be happy and healthy and healed from within and be with the right person for you, not just any person, right? Not just a person that checks a couple boxes. And overall, always remember that the most important relationship you'll ever have in life is the relationship you have with yourself. It all starts there. Yeah. 100%. I could not agree more. Everybody's going to have to go back and listen to this whole episode over again, because there were so many little nuggets of wisdom that you shared that were so awesome because this is really good. Even if you're not like fresh out of a breakup, even if you're just, you know, single and dating and struggling and wondering if it's ever going to work for you. So much of what you said, I think is exactly on point for where we need to be focusing our energies and where focusing our energy is actually just a waste of time. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, overall, just all the work you can do on your, like the more work you can do on yourself, the better Yeah, you can never lose by working on yourself. And like I say, just go with the flow of life. Right. And let go of things that are not serving you because there's, it makes no sense to hold on to something that's not serving you. Yeah, I agree. That's the perfect place for us to wrap up. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Love Starts Here podcast. For more tips, tools, love and support, be sure to join the Love Starts Here Facebook group. To learn more about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa to take your love and life to the next level, visit www.melissamsnow.com. 